0: Welcome to the Paediatric Research Podcast for April 2017. I'm Jeff Marsh. In this episode, we hear about the latest study into a promising new neonatal anti-inflammatory drug called pentoxifylline. Neonatal sepsis is a common cause of mortality in newborns. Often, it's the inflammation in response to the pathogen, rather than the pathogen itself, that causes the most harm to the sick patient. Neonatal inflammation is currently treated with corticosteroids, but they come with a whole host of long- and short-term side effects. One promising alternative anti-inflammatory agent is a phosphodiesterase inhibitor called pentoxyphilin. Esther Speer, a paediatrician specialised in neonatology from Stony Brook Children's Hospital of Stony Brook University, New York, has recently published a paper in Paediatric Research detailing an in vitro study using cord blood from healthy term neonates, adding to a building body of evidence that pentoxifylline is a promising alternative to corticosteroids. When does neonatal inflammation present itself and why is it so dangerous?
2: A neonatal inflammation can happen if there's any exposure to infection. antenatally or postnatally, around the time of birth, one route would be uh, sending infection uh, transvaginally before the baby is born. So there will be intrauterine infection. Babies exposed to intrauterine infection when they're born, they might develop what is called early onset sepsis, which is in the first three days of life.
0: And neonatal sepsis is associated with a high mortality and morbidity, even with potent antibiotics.
2: Yes, yes. An estimate is certainly worldwide as uh, about one million newborns uh, dies every year in the first month of life due to severe infection, which is uh, called sepsis, which is bloodstream infection or severe pneumonia. That happens despite of antibiotics.
0: And so what role does the inflammation play in that pathology?
2: trying to overcome the infection, killing the bacteria that's invading, the immune system gets activated, releases a whole host of inflammatory factors, cytokines, and those then make the patient unstable. They cause, uh, like for instance, a fever reaction, this is interleukin-1-beta, tumor necrosis factors, um, another factor that really spurts uh, the inflammatory response. It causes all the cardiovascular instability, the hypotensive, uh, capillary leak, vascular leak. So this is what makes the patient unstable.
0: And currently, pediatricians administer corticosteroids to uh, sort of bolster the antibiotics to treat neonatal inflammation. What's wrong with that?
2: Well, corticosteroids are really the only potent anti-inflammatory medication that we have available right now. What is wrong with that, they have a lot of side effects. Both short-term, it causes high blood pressure, glucose intolerance, and get high blood sugar. It can cause gastrointestinal symptoms, including intestinal rupture, gastric erosion. Also, medium-term or long-term, it can cause growth restriction. has a negative effect on the patient's growth, especially that's relevant in a newborn or a child. And it also cause adverse effects on uh, brain development. And another indication where we were using this frequently as neonatologists is for uh, prevention of chronic lung disease in ventilated preterm newborns that have uh, difficulty coming up the ventilator. So uh, in the past, um, uh, that was freely used by neonatologists, only then to find out um, a while later, some years later, well... Yes, maybe we've prevented some cases of chronic lung disease, but we're having higher incidences of cerebral palsy, neurodevelopmental uh, problems. So we're buying one for the other, and of course that is a major concern, causing uh, long-term brain damage.
0: So it was high time for an alternative anti-inflammatory. And one very promising agent, which a few paediatricians may have heard of, is pentoxyphilin, or PTX. Can you tell me about that?
2: Yeah, so pentoxyphylin it's a xanthine derivative, but it has a much better side effect profile. It's a phosphodiesterase inhibitor. Phosphodiesterase inhibitors basically increase intracellular cyclic AMP Pentoxifylline, unlike other drugs of its class, has a um, very benign uh, therapeutic profile. It does not have like a cardiovascular side effects like, for instance, theophylline and caffeine have.
0: Tell me about its track record as a therapeutic agent then, because it has already been studied numerous times in adults and newborns, hasn't it?
2: Mm-hmm. So it has been studied to some extent in adult uh, sepsis with varying results. And uh, recently there have been some small trials, primarily in Middle Eastern countries. There's a Cochrane review on uh, this topic of pentoxyphilin effect in newborn sepsis that has been recently renewed. They included six uh, small trials, concluded that, yes, this is a promising agent as an adjunct to antibiotics for newborn sepsis, although they saw that uh, these uh, trials had the a high risk of bias uh, so they recommended that better trials should be conducted
0: so lots of promising results for pentoxifyline then and um, and so you and your team wanted to further bolster some of this evidence and also just get a bit more of a deeper insight into the mechanism of how this anti-inflammatory agent works can you tell me a bit about your study setup
2: my study setup is we uh, used newborn cord blood and as a comparison, adults, because we wanted to actually understand the developmental component of this agent. Does it act any different in the newborn and from the adult? We know that there are quite a number of significant differences between newborn and adult immune system one of which actually involves adenosine cyclic amp pathway adenosine is a factor in neonatal plasma that is elevated compared to the adult and that does increase intercellular cyclic AMP, so we know that newborns are sensitive to the cyclic AMP pathway, and on the other hand, pentoxifilin is an agent that actually works through, at least in part, through cyclic AMP. So that's why we wanted to also see the developmental component of it. So we used both newborn and adult um, blood uh, samples and uh, stimulated them, in the laboratory with agents that stimulate toll-like receptors, we call them toll-like receptor agonists. These are basically bacterial molecules or molecules that mimic part of bacteria, like lipopolysaccharide, or we use the r Toll8, basically artificial agent that kind of mimics a quote-unquote viral infection pathway then compared and treated these samples with uh, pentoxyphilin and compared the two groups. And what we found is that newborn cord samples were much reduced in terms of inflammation compared uh, to the adult. So it seems like that this agent, it works very potently as an anti-inflammatory agent in newborn and adult blood, but it works so much better in the newborn blood, and that was very consistent throughout uh, any variations that we did in our experiment.
0: And what did you learn about the, the best time to use pentoxifilin in terms of, you know, prophylactically or during inflammation or, you know, once inflammation has got started?
2: Of course, this is an in vitro study. So we mimic in vivo conditions. We pre-incubated our blood samples with pentoxifilin. But of course, this is not a scenario that usually happens. In reality, usually the patient gets sick, gets an inflammation and then gets treated. So we mimicked that too in our experiments by either giving pentoxiphylin before the inflammation simultaneously or two or four hours after. And what we found, there's still a good response even with the late addition of pentoxiphylin. It wasn't quite as strong as it was when we gave it prophylactically, but there was still a profound reduction in inflammation.
0: So if and when this does make it to the clinic, it will be fine to treat inflammation once you've spotted it?
2: Yes, yes.
0: And speaking of, why has this not reached the clinic yet? You've told me about all of those very promising results. This paper shows another set of them, and there's been a, a Cochrane review. Why has this not reached the bedside yet?
2: That is certainly a good question, I think people are now starting to um, have some interest in this topic. I'm not quite sure why it hasn't made it through yet. I think it's a very promising drug, and we hope we'll contribute to it. There definitely is a need uh, for more studies. They need to be rigorously designed, also with uh, larger numbers of newborns, and also to rule out that we really have no adverse effects because uh, small trials are obviously not powered to detect adverse effects. So I think we need better designed uh, trials. One important message is we got to actually look at the developmental stage of the newborn and of the developing immune system, which is very much in flux in the first few weeks and months of life. And this is something that has been uh, by large or completely ignored in developing um, therapeutic agents.
0: That was Esther Speer from Stony Brook University. You can read that paper in full on our website, nature.com forward slash PR. Thanks for listening.
1: Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home.
0: Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.
1: When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy.